Welcome to the Live Bold, Live Beautiful podcast. If you're looking for a community around taking bold action and creating the life that you know you deserve, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Danny Fairhurst, and it's my mission to help people like you create a truly beautiful and fulfilling life on your own terms. It's time for you to lean into your power and utilize the ability you have to change your life from exactly where you are now to exactly where you want to be. Be sure to tune in weekly for your dose of mindset strategies and everything you need to overcome your fears, take bold action and step into the future version of yourself. Your bold and beautiful life is calling. Are you ready? Hi everyone and welcome to episode two of the Live Bold, Live Beautiful podcast. This week I wanted to talk a bit about um, self-doubt and share some of my top tips for tackling that. So over the last couple of weeks in particular, um, me and some of my business friends seem to have been talking a lot about self-doubt. We've had, we've all had instances recently where that little voice inside our head saying that, you know, we're not good enough to do this or that our businesses aren't successful or whatever it is, those little voices have started to creep in for all of us over the past few weeks. Um, And we've been, you know, sharing tips with each other, supporting each other through that. And it got me thinking about bringing you this episode But also just this idea that, you know, no matter how long we've been in business or how long we've been doing something, self-doubt always seems to creep in every now and then. So I've had it um, in my business. I've had it with my family. You know, that self-doubt around like, am I doing a good job at raising my daughter? All these kind of doubts creeping in. Um, So, yeah, this episode, I just wanted to share some of my tips for over, I don't want to say overcoming actually, kind of handling when that self-doubt creeps in because yes we are going to overcome it by using these things that I'm about to share with you but it's not, it's not going to be an instant this is how you switch that voice off, it's things that you can do to sort of like tackle it when it comes up and then go into the process of overcoming. So Without further ado, let's get into it. So my first tip is when self-doubt starts to creep in and those little voices start talking to you saying, you know, that you're not doing a great job or who are you to be teaching this thing? Who are you to be providing these services? Um, Your business model isn't great. You're never going to make any money. All of those wonderful thoughts that our brain provides for us. So the first tip that I have for you is to go check the calendar. (laughs) So this sounds like a silly one, but go and check the calendar. What phase is the moon in? Because different phases affect different people in all sorts of ways. I know that when we are coming into a new moon, I bounce between oh my gosh, I've got all the ideas and self-destructive, I'm not good at this, I'm going to go and get a job, um, like a nine-to-five job. So for me, I know that happens around New Moon and also with my own cycle. So if you are 
a person who has periods. Check the calendar. Where are you in your own cycle? What are your hormones doing? All that kind of stuff. So yeah, my first tip is go and check the calendar. See what's going on with the moon, with the seasons, with your cycle and just figure out, you know, is there actually something else that's contributing to these voices? Um, And if it is, if there is something, you know, if you're at that point in your cycle, if you know it's coming up to new moon and that means that you're going to have those doubts, just give yourself a bit of grace and you can use the other tips that I'm going to go into, but also if it's something external, if it's the moon, if it's your hormones, if it's something like that, you know, just give yourself that bit of grace. Okay, so tip number two is create yourself a folder of amazing things that people have said about you. So I have mine on my desktop, like on my laptop. Um, It's a folder on there. And anytime anybody says anything nice to me or about my work, so it might be a comment on an Instagram post, it might be a Voxer message from a client, it might be email feedback, anything at all, where someone says something nice to me, I screenshot it and I save it in that folder. And it can be something as simple as, thanks for doing that, I really appreciate you. Like, I have several emails (laughs) saved in this folder that literally just say that. Thanks for doing that, I really appreciate you. Or, I appreciate your hard work. And they don't have to be, you know, formal testimonials, gushing reviews, anything like that. I mean, I have those in there too, but even the smallest things, like the thanks I appreciate you, when you're having a bad day and when that doubt is creeping in, can make the world of difference. So, after I've checked the calendar, (laughs) this is the second thing that I go and do. I go to the kitchen, I make myself a drink, it's usually a coffee, I come back to my laptop and I open up my folder and generally I just click around, just open up a few completely randomly. Um, they, <laughs> they're not in any sort of order, they all have like, you know, the random um, screen capture 1782.jpg kind of file names, like they're not, they're not organised, so it's a bit like a lucky dip. I'll open some up, don't know what they're going to say. And actually quite like the surprise. Um, So I sit for a few minutes with my cup of coffee, reading these nice things that people have said about me. And I think this works for me in two different ways. So first of all, it's really nice to read things that people have said about you that are nice. It makes you feel good just reading those things. And it sort of reaffirms actually, yes, I do know what I'm doing. People like my work. People love working with me. Um, This student found this course really helpful, etc. And the second way that this really helps me is that it breaks my cycle. So if I am starting to spiral, if I'm sitting staring at my laptop going, I can't think of anything to write or 
there's no point in me doing this work because I'm going to fail at it or it's going to be rubbish. Whatever kind of like negative thought cycle I've got myself into, stopping, going to make a cup of coffee, coming back and looking at these things on my laptop breaks that that state that I'm in. Um, so it means that when I do go back to work, I've taken, you know, a little break and I've also boosted my mood with those feedback things that I've read. So yeah, tip number two, start a folder. It can be in your Google Drive, it can be on your desktop, wherever. And anytime anybody says anything nice to you or anything nice about your work or praises you, screenshot it and pop it in that folder for the next time that you need it. And like I said, sometimes like the small things, just where someone said, great job, thanks. They, they matter too. So don't forget to put those in there as well. So tip number three, I almost <laughs> forgot how to count. So tip number three um, kind of follows on from that and it is to take a break. Um, and tip number four, I am going to come back to tip number three, but tip number four is to push through. So I'm actually going to give you two competing sort of options here. So yeah, tip number three is to take a break. So like I said, sometimes the having a coffee break and reading those nice things is enough of a break for me. Other times it's not because the second I start work again, I'm in that negative headspace, I'm spiraling, not good. So taking a break can be super helpful. With the caveat that... (laughs) For me, I need to be doing something. So if I've got those little voices in my head that are telling me this isn't worth it, I'm not good at what I do, etc. If I just put a film on, those thoughts still roll around in my head. If I go for a walk, those thoughts still roll around in my head. I have found, however, that if I go for a walk with a podcast on, it shuts those voices up for a little while. I've also found that driving helps. Um, I don't run anymore, but previously running helped, like with loud music. Um, Going to see, you know, sometimes I'll go out for coffee with my mum or me and Mark will go out for lunch or whatever it is, something that just completely distracts you from work. And I know for a lot of people watching TV, watching films, whatever, reading, um, they can really immerse themselves in that and it can can really help because you're taking a break from that, that constant negative thought process. So yeah, taking a break can be really helpful. And like I said, I've tried lots of different things and combinations of things to find what works for me. And I would definitely recommend you do the same. So, you know, for some people, just walking and being outside in nature is super helpful to switch their brain off and stop those voices. For other people, you know, it's got to be something involved and very distracting. So, yeah, tip number three is to take a break. Tip number four is the complete opposite. And that's to push through. (laughs) So sometimes these voices of self-doubt are chatting away to us and the only way to stop them is to prove them wrong. 
And this will depend a lot on your personality, on the way your brain works. But for me, sometimes when I'm doubting myself, the only way for me to like overcome that is to prove those voices of doubt wrong. So if I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I can't... Very good example from very recently. I ran a money mindset workshop last week, the week before. And as I was getting everything ready for it, the self-doubt started to creep in. Who am I to teach money mindset? I'm traditionally, I'm a VA. Um, I've done a lot of work on money mindset um, for myself with one-to-one clients. Like it's not brand new to me by any stretch of the imagination, but the self-doubt started to creep in. Who am I to be teaching this workshop? Like, this is ridiculous. Who do I think I am? And the only way for me to get through that was to get through it. So I put the workshop together. I pushed through. I presented the workshop. I had incredible feedback. And it actually went really, really well. Which, you know, deep down, I knew it was going to. But the only way for me to overcome that self-doubt was to push, push through it and come out the other side successful. (laughs) So depending on what it is that your self-doubt is um, questioning, and depending on your personality type, like pushing through is an option. So it's not something that I hear people say that often. I hear lots of people saying, you know, do do the more mindset work, focus on the positives, all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that's wrong, but I'm saying for me personally, sometimes just pushing through and getting the thing done is actually the most helpful thing. So that's three and four. And then number five is to find someone to talk to. So I started this episode by saying I'd been chatting with business friends who were feeling the same. Um, and they've been lifesavers. And having those connections and those friends that you can be really honest with and that you know are going to be honest with you. So again, I'll use the Money Mindset Workshop. I spoke to a friend about running it and I was like, am I insane? (laughs) Is this a terrible idea? Should I just cancel it? And I knew that the response I was going to get from her would be completely honest and obviously the workshop went ahead she said yes of course you can do this but we check in with each other when we have that self-doubt we will say you know I'm thinking xyz is that right is this accurate um and you know we have a sense check with each other and sometimes there is brutal honesty there where we will say to each other, "Mm, maybe now isn't the right time to be doing that. Or maybe you could restructure this thing in such and such a way. And having that trust and that respect for another business owner is just, it's so, so important for me. And when I have, sometimes I will just want to tell someone that I'm doubting myself. And I'll just want to be heard. (laughs) And sometimes it is as simple as a message. Just saying, oh, 
I'm doubting everything today. I feel like closing my business. And just knowing that the person that I'm sending that message to completely understands what's going on. Because, you know, if you're talking to people who don't own a business and you say that, their first instinct is going to be, well, one of two things, really. Don't be silly, you're a successful business owner. Why are you thinking that? Or, okay, go and get a job. (laughs) And (laughs) neither of those are particularly helpful answers. But when you tell someone who understands, and the fact that, you know, right now you might feel like that, but you know that it's only temporary, and they understand that, and just being able to say it out loud to somebody, or, you know, in a text message, it just takes so much pressure off, and it's it's so nice just to be able to share. So, yeah, um, get yourself a biz bestie is tip number five. Um... And tip number six, I wasn't going to do six, I was going to do five, but I feel like six, this one deserves to be in here, is look at the evidence. So if if I'm having a day when I'm like, I feel like the worst VA in the world, what evidence do I have of that? Nothing. What evidence do I have that I'm a good VA, and this goes back to our folder of compliments, I have all this evidence. I have the evidence of all the people in the past who have paid me on multiple occasions. So not only have they worked with me once, but they've worked with me repeatedly. And the same with coaching, you know, people booking over and over again with me. That is evidence that I know what I'm doing. So yeah, question question yourself, question what evidence do I have of this? Um, And I wasn't going to put it in as a separate point because I did the compliments folder, but then I thought, no, this does, this does deserve its own mention. So anytime that self-doubt creeps in, question what evidence do you have of that? So my business is failing. What evidence do you have of that? Well, actually nothing because I make enough money to pay my bills every month and you know, buy some things that aren't bills. (laughs) What evidence do I have that I'm a bad mother? None. My child is happy and healthy and doing well at preschool. Like, I I don't have any evidence that I'm a terrible parent. Um, So yeah, question, what evidence do you have? And when you find that you don't have evidence of those self-doubt things you'll hopefully start to feel a little bit better but also on the flip side if you're finding evidence to the contrary if you're finding evidence of like how amazing you are that's going to give you a boost as well so that is it for today um they are my top six tips (laughs) for dealing with self-doubt when that starts to creep in And I will be back next week with another new episode. What a bold and beautiful episode that was. If this resonated with you, I would love for you to check out my coaching programs. We take all of the amazing strategies and tools that we covered today and we explore them on a deeper level. I help you break it all down and implement these teachings in a way that fits into your real life. To learn more,
visit my website www.liveboldlivebeautiful.com or reach out to me on Instagram at livebold underscore livebeautiful. I can't wait to hear from you.